I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And, and this, this is, is Grizzly Kiki. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as a meet and greet with James Charles. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95, and they offer great customer service. I should know. And they do sunglasses, too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> Choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way you can try on all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. We don't need people seeing things blurry. And Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me. And... I'm now considering a divorce. Hey! To get started, head over to warbyporkertrial.com slash kiki. Wait, wait, wait. Warby Porker? That's oh, a very different website. I was projecting. Very different. I mean, I project in all directions. Give them, give them that yeah. link one more time. So sorry. To get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker, modern eyewear made simple. Don't Google Warby Porker. You'll regret it. Hi. (laughs) Can we talk again now? Yes. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you? How art thou? What light through yonder window breaks? Mm. Robert, and he's the sun. I think that's how it goes, isn't it? Uh, sure. Something is the east and Juliet is the sun. Yeah. We should do that. You could just be Juliet in a turret. I don't know what that means. What is a turret? Like um, those little tops of castles that look round that have like a pointy top. It's a turret. Like what Like what, oh. Like what? what uh, Rapunzel lived in. That was a tower with a turret. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. A towel with a turret. It feels very like... Um, are we making any sense? Let us know in the comments. No. <laughs> um, so hi. We're, hi. <laughs> happy Pride to you. Happy Pride to you. This is very strange. I was happy prided today at work. It was you very, were? Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. I think it's kind of odd. Really? Like, because I'm used to happy pride if you're... Wait, were you happy prided by a queer person? No. Well, oh. not that I know of. Oh, no. okay. Because like going to Pride, like when we're at a Pride event and somebody says happy pride, I'm like, thank you. Happy pride. Because right. we're like Day at of. the event. Yeah. Um, or like when we go to Bushwick, it's like happy Bushwick. It, it's very um, celebratory in the moment because you're there. Right. But I don't, I've never had somebody come up to me out of context and say like happy pride. Right. Was it a stranger? No, it was a coworker. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're, you know allies i don't know i don't know do people just say that like people let us know say she's definitely an ally but i just i'm not used to it it feels Mm -hmm. very like merry christmas and it's just i'm not used to that so it's interesting i I don't i don't hate it i want a present oh okay like because like now you said like you know christmas i mean not that pride is about presents because it is about a a march and uh fighting for rights presence exactly presence um being seen being heard being recognized yes um and on that note we're gonna kick off uh with something a little bit new um yes oh um so I'm just curious as to where, because I feel like this is this is a bumpy road you're it on right now. It is a little bumpy road. So I think what you're um, trying to say is that, we so we talked about pronouns on our previous episode when we had our friends uh, Queen and Jay from yes. the podcast Tea with Queen and Jay on, and we would like to continue mm-hmm. acknowledging pronouns on our podcast because we feel like it's important. So in honor of their inspiration, we will... We're going to share our pronouns. Yeah. Thank you. You brought your brain to work today. I did not. I did. Um, I'm so little, I'm a little stoned. Well. Just a touch. I'm a bit pebbled. Because I, I, I went to the gym today and I heard that if you smoke just a little bit, it increases your endurance. Yeah. Does and it make you more swole? And it worked. 
Make you more swole. I, f- I feel like I'm going to be very sore. When I love this making all fun of you relaxes. now that you go to the gym. I don't know why. Because you're like always, he just flexes for me. Like, oh, touch my muscle. I really, you're making me so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> and I don't like that the it's going to change the way that people look at me. So they're just going to look at you like you have big muscles. You're like Popeye. Pronouns. Yes, pronouns. Like, uh, my <laughs> my pronouns are he and him. Yes. And my I'm Robert and my pronouns are oh. also he and him. I figured in case someone doesn't can tell mm. us our voices apart. Yeah. It's me, Daniel. It's me, Daniel. Like, I don't know. I, did did any of those sound like Daniel? Write it in the comments. Um <laughs> I like how we're talking like we're on YouTube yeah. right now. It's, it's not YouTube live. On YouTube. <sighs> so let's um let's talk about what we did this weekend. What no. we do? Well, we did a lot of nothing except for going to Queen's Pride. Yes. Which is very nice. Um we met up with um Ari and Vicky from the Shade Parade podcast. And don't forget about Mitch. And Mitch. Yes, and Mitch, Vicky's boyfriend. Um Who's delightful and adorable. Um, We did a quick little twirl because it was quite hot. Um, But it was the most packed I've seen Queen's Pride since we started going. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Like last year when we went, it was... And we weren't around the same time. But I think also because it was Labor Day weekend, it just didn't really like... Uh, It wasn't Labor Day weekend. It's never... I thought... I thought... It was like right before that Monday. I thought it was right before, oh God, not Labor Day, Memorial Day. No, no, it's not. Oh. It's usually the, the following, because it's on a Sunday. Yeah. So Memorial Day is on a Sunday, and then usually the next, or Memorial Day is on a Monday, mm-hmm. and usually the Sunday that follows that is oh. Queen's Pride, because they're the first, hmm. I think Queen's is always the first Sunday in June. So, hmm. yeah. Well, it was much more well attended this year. I think than last yeah, year. Yeah, it was it was so packed. She was crowded, right? And did you see all of the um, all of the like? Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on her name. That's not good. Um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Well, she was there. Shirts. She yeah. was there as well. Um, I think I want to buy one of her shirts. No, oh my god, what's her name? The 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 queen who passed away this year. Oh my god. Oh, um, uh, Miss Colombia. Colum- oh, it is that. See, right? I was th- yeah. I think that's her name. I think that's her name. Yes. Yeah. So there were a lot of people there. At least I counted at least five people kind of paying homage to her and her memory by dressing up like her. Do you know that I forgot that she died? Wow. I completely. No, I, that's not oh, what I mean. you thought she was still alive. I thought that she was there. Oh. You saying that just now reminded me that she died. And I'm kind of sad now. She's there anyway. in spirit. She will always be there. But I thought that was very, <sighs> um, that was very sweet because it did. I was like, wait a minute. Who's wearing her outfits? But it was, it was at least five different people. Yeah. Who were dressed up like her. So that was very nice to see. Yeah. Um, and as always, it's, it's so incredibly diverse from the attendees to the people participating in the march and vendors, performers, food, you know, everything. It, it really, um, feels like, uh, like a community pride, mm-hmm. I think. So. It, I just really enjoyed it. It feels more unifying, whereas like the one of the reasons I love Queen's Pride is that you go there and you get a sense that the the people who live in that neighborhood are there. Mm-hmm. It's not a bunch of, you know, it's it's not like, um, what's it called? It's like a bunch of gay people like flocking to this one neighborhood. Because there are a lot of gay mm-hmm. people who come from other parts of, of New York City to celebrate Pride in Queens. Yeah. But it's also the people who physically live like you know, on the same street and all that stuff. And that's one of the thing I, things I love is that the people who live there who are of all walks of life, like they, they're just like, I want to experience like, this is a moment of like unity with my community and they come out and they mm-hmm. experience it. It just, it feels very safe. It feels yeah. very supportive. And there's just a really nice energy in the air, yeah. I think. And it, it doesn't have this, um, like frantic, like, touristy vibe that like manhattan pride has right you know it like you said it's of the community you know it's for the community and of the community and i really it doesn't feel divorced from the area where it is occurring exactly is my point yeah i like that Mm -hmm. i feel like if we can all come together and 
experience, you know, like the, like if we can all come together from all different walks of life and experience this together and, and all that, I feel like we can come to a place of unity and acceptance and hopefully less violence. Yeah. You know, like that's, yeah, it's essential. That's the goal, I think. But I mean, whether that was the goal of the original pride, I'm not sure, but I think it was respect and, you know, it was close. Yeah. I just don't want it to sound like it's uh like a um a unifying and um like like you know the the concept of a melting pot how people don't like that because it makes it seem like oh, oh we're yeah. like a soup it's like not homogenous. Exactly. It has not it I mean. has not been put in a blender. Exactly. It's a salad. It's not to forget, it's to highlight exactly. and celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So that was great. I did have a like a quick moment that I did not like. Mm. <laughs> and I wanted to share that with you because I feel like Queens. So one of the other reasons I love Queens Pride is that it does not, you don't feel the commercialism that you would feel at, at, at Manhattan Pride where like you can't escape um, a float sponsored by a bank or a, a, a brand of, you know, candy or whatever, like whatever it is. And um, when we, when we got to the, um, like the, the, the festival, because we didn't actually go and see the parade itself. We were just like part of the like the street festival. Um, there was someone delivering a speech about something that like changed, like how their their life changed because of something. And it was because of Uber. And I just like if if that like if that's that person's journey, that's great. But it just it felt like like commercial manipulation. Like using mm. using commercial stuff to manipulate you. Was it you? sponsored by Uber, or was this person just talking about a story? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that it was like sponsored by Uber because why would they specifically say Uber? I, I mean, again, we did not stay and listen to that woman's full speech, but I just know that she was, you know, talking about how she'd fallen on hard times, mm-hmm. and then she started talking about how she was able to work for Uber and that oh, she was able she to make her own hours. Uber. Exactly. Oh, Sorry. I, I thought it was I a kind was of like clear. she was in danger and like an Uber driver like saved her life or something or picked her up from a dangerous situation. Or... No, she is an Uber driver and oh. it sounded very much like um, like the uh, the human interest story right before the commercial. Do you know uh, what I mean? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's how it felt. Uber from coming where in I and was. saving poor people. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I didn't uh, I didn't like that. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, anyway, it's like I didn't know the full context of it. I just I'm telling you what it, how it made yeah. me feel when I opened my Uber. Okay, so here's the one thing I do like, and this is before your next thing. But what? So what I like is anytime we go to Queens Pride or rather any Pride, and you're using a GPS or particularly Google Maps or you know, the subway app or whatever, mm-hmm. they highlight the pride routes to where you're going in yeah. a rainbow. So you know where it stops, where it ends. It even has like where like the, the, the grandstands are located. And so, and this is just like Google and, you know, the MTA putting this on their app. So I think right. that's all, it's, it's really cool and celebratory, mm-hmm. but it's also very helpful. Yeah. Now think people like Uber or people, companies like Uber just making their routes look rainbow colored instead of the black line. I'm like, that doesn't really mean anything to me. It doesn't mean anything to you, but imagine a, uh, like a non-queer person opening Uber and seeing that it f- it forces them to reflect. That's true. Which is a great. I, just, I think yeah. it's it's pandering in a way, or just like you know, it hmm. to me it always it feels like diversity training. I don't know oh, why, okay. but because it's like I'm I'm not looking toward this company, and maybe I'm just being naive about it, but I'm not looking at them to to get like you know, I warm and fuzzies because like you know, they're pro LGBT or QIA because it's just like, I like, that's not what I'm looking to this company for. Right. So, but a part of them choosing to make the routes rainbow colored for pride, I I don't know. And I don't know when, like when they do that, like whether they do it for the entire month of June, because I don't use Uber. It's the whole month. It's the whole month. So if you, if you were, um, I'm sorry if I'm keeping you up. 
Um, <laughs> it's the um, whole month. Uh, I don't know. Like, so when you hail an Uber in the evening, for example, tonight, it's rainbow colored. Like mm-hmm. the, oh. From June 1st through the end of the month. Okay. The end so of the month. Th- again, think about the non-queer person opening Uber to use it to get home from wherever they are. And then they're forced, like, that. that is something that they're forced to look at because mm-hmm. the company, I guess, wants to show their support for the queer community. That's true. I'm not, I'm not absolving Uber But I will Uber say, when from... Ghostbusters was, was, was premiering, like, the week that Ghostbusters premiered, all the car um, icons in Uber were the, the, the Ghostbuster car. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it's not all bad. Like oh, it's I not don't think, entirely I don't bad. think it's all all bad. It just makes me roll my eyes a little. That's oh, all. definitely. But again, maybe I'm a little jaded and or naive. I don't know. It just it's like, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, well, I wonder if it did. I mean, I wonder if anybody. Re- I'm sure people did. There's yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a, a Twitter user somewhere who is reacting to it right now as we're <laughs> recording this. Um. So we wanted to share with you the uh the pride schedule for New York City. So if you're in the New York area. Um, there's a pride every Sunday mm-hmm. in the month of June. Yeah. Well, except for one Sunday. Right. Yeah. Oh. Well, actually, these are both um, Saturdays. No, the first one is a... So Brooklyn, Pl- Brooklyn Pride which is, is the on, next one. Which is the next one. Yeah. So it's this coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. I believe it's in Prospect Park. It starts out with a 5K march. Oh. And then they have events like big organized events for the evening in, in Prospect Park that you can attend and all sorts of different activities for, you know, everybody. Right. Um, so that's on June 8th, starting at like 10 a.m. Apparently you have to be like in good health or whatever because you got to like march. Oh, you got to march. 5K yeah. march. I like that they're calling it a march specifically. But 5K makes it feel very like I have to train well, for it. But I mean, it's it's five. Like you could walk, you know, it's, it's not it. It. It didn't seem from what I read like it was a, you know, like a marathon, like a co- like a competition. It's I just, think it's that's just, what I that's yeah. what I picture when you say a five k. Um, <laughs> Bronx Pride is Sunday, June twenty third. Yes. Um, and Manhattan Pride or New York City Pride or Heritage of Pride, whatever it is that or they World Pride or World Pride, um, is on June thirtieth. So this year, New York has been selected to represent and celebrate World Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, it also happens that it coincides with the fiftieth anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, which is kind of a you know a double d- doubly important. Yes. Um, so there are bound to be. Tons of events that weekend surrounding World Pride and also, um, you know, the 50th anniversary of the riots. I'm sure Stonewall's doing, a, you know, a number of events and Madonna's involved. It's like, right, isn't she? I like the ambassador or something like that. She is. I don't know what that means for the activities in New York City because I have not seen her attached to any concerts or anything because there is a concert at the Barclays Center Mm -hmm. on the Saturday before the march Um, and so they have uh, I saw Sierra was going to be there Um, oh who was the other the person that oh um, Sierra is going to be there Todrick Hall uh, Cindy Lauper there's going to be a bunch of people there I want to say Violet Chachki is going to be there or I might be mixing I might I might actually be thinking of Ladyland that Violet oh yeah yeah um, but there's a there, there's like a big a, a a big concert happening at the Barclays Center um, that you can actually still buy tickets for. Um, so oh, she's performing at the the concert that they do at the end of Pride Madonna. on the thirtieth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Pride Island. Oh okay, that's completely different mm-hmm. from the thing at the Barclays. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder how Grace Jones is a headliner this year. Shut the fuck yes. up. Yes. 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 Um. Yes, she is. Wait. Exciting. So Madonna and and Grace Jones are mm-hmm. performing together. Well, around each other, around the same time. Well, I, like, like the details haven't come out yet, but they're on the same bill, and it's uh-huh. definitely Madonna is opening for Grace Jones. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. She's one says, "Here's Grace," mm-hmm. in whatever accent she decides to have that day. But and she comes out and does, you know, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let's not do that. You no, know, I don't like going to Manhattan Pride or the crowds. But if you are the owner of a storefront that overlooks 
the pride parade and is <laughs> is well air conditioned we would love to join you <laughs> oh, and maybe, tiana taylor maybe. i don't know tiana taylor's gonna be there mm-hmm. oh i like to mm. i would love to um work this pussy amara la negra on saturday night what uh-huh. yes yeah, there's a lot uh, a lot going on wow. oh wow the tickets for pride island have sold out Mm. Sorry, guys. Any um, any hints as to how much they were before they were sold out? I don't even want to know. Half a million. Hey, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. A lot. I'm sure a lot. there were a lot. A lot of money. I remember when uh, I don't remember if it was the year that Cher was uh, was doing Pride or was performing at Pride, or if it was the year that they got Kylie. But one of those years, I looked at tickets and I was like, I will never pay this much money to stand outside in the not air conditioned. Like, the Coachella is not for me. This is definitely not for me. No. Like, no. You could rent a boat and just, like, drive by. Drive by really slowly. <laughs> and see, like, Kylie, but, like, from the back. Ugh, Probably be interesting. Um, there are... There are actually, I was I was very surprised by um, the number of events, like the quantity of events mm-hmm. that are actually that are happening in the city. Um, there's uh, there's an entire like Pride series that they're doing at the Apollo Theater during the month of June. Um, so go to their website. I think it's uh, apollotheater.org. Um, and um, and there's also um, I found two articles, one from uh, Gothamist and one from New York Times that had like a list of like 10 or 12 completely different events mm-hmm. um, that were, I think, uh, on the New York Times website, they were like, they were like grouped together. by yeah. like there's about like 25 different events on the New York there Times There was a article. little bit of an overlap between yeah. the Gothamist and the, but you know, it was like there were there were there mm-hmm. was such a difference that we felt the need to share both articles with yeah. you guys. So that will be in the show notes and will be on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like I, there, it, it's World Pride. There's no shortage of events. So um, go and go out and support. There's a whole music festival, which I'm going to assume is centering women um, because it's called Ladyland. And um, and it's uh, it's being headlined by either beth ditto or the gossip i just i saw beth ditto and i was like what like so um i don't know if there are tickets available but check out the links that we have in the show notes on and on our website to uh take a look and um and happy pride and be safe have fun we're gonna take a break uh and uh we'll be right back Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. We're back, and we decided to share with you how we like to celebrate Pride, and we are homebodies, so we do something that's called <laughs> Homebody Pride. <laughs> um, and that basically consists of ordering takeout and watching some movies that get us in the Pride spirit. It's not unlike what we do around Halloween, Christmas. Yeah. To get in, to get in the in the mood. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, it's also like if you are, you know, not one. I don't know. You're, you're pooped from work, and like going out in the sun on a weekend is not really, you know, the thing for you to be in a crowd, right. or you know, you're just, you know, not into, you know, like being in crowds and stuff. There's lots of things that you can do at home mm-hmm. to celebrate Pride or gear up you know, for like whatever event you're going to mm-hmm. as well. So like Robert said, we order takeout and watch any number of movies that kind of get us in the mood for pride. It's usually, but I'm a cheerleader because oh, it's a good movie. Like I remember there was one year it was, there was a year that we went to pride and we always get super de- dehydrated when we go to Manhattan pride. It doesn't happen so much in Queens because I think we, we just assume that there's going to be less walking involved, like less traveling overall. So we bring lots of water and stuff. But like we get so dehydrated that we have to do like, or at least when we used to go to Pride, we would go one year and then skip the next one because we'd have like all the flashbacks of just mm-hmm. how like dry we were and like all that stuff. 
and then we would just stay home. Yeah. Um, so there was a year that we, one of the off years, uh, and I was feeling the FOMO mm-hmm. hard. Like, it was bad. And I was like, we have to watch, but I'm a cheerleader. And I don't remember what, we were like in the middle of doing something completely different. And I was like, nope, we have to stop what we're doing and watch, but I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> like, we have to right now. Um, so that's one of my favorites. I don't think that that's how we're going to celebrate Pride this year. No. Because in compiling the list of movies that are suggestions, I realized that there is one movie that I haven't watched in a really long time. Yes. That it just, mm, it just like that like Italian chef kiss. Mm-hmm. It just really like, it's, it's pride for me. But also it's just a good movie. Um, I'm talking about Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I remember, um, I actually remember when, I remember when it came out, but I also remember when I saw it for the first time. Um, and I didn't see it until at least like five or six years after it came out. Mm-hmm. So um, I was pretty bummed about that, but I made up, I definitely made up for it watching it like a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited because I feel like I haven't seen it in forever. I think I've only seen it like the movie maybe twice. Wow. If that. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's bad. I'm particularly fond of the birdcage. Oh, yeah. I know. I know that it's like very stereotypical and all of that, but there is something like about these two gay dads they've raised this kid you know like i just i really like it and it's really funny Mm -hmm. like it holds up it holds up so well Mm -hmm. i think well for me anyway i'm not gonna pretend like i don't put it on every time it's on tv i'm definitely not doing that we've literally watched it in the middle that is like one of the few movies that i will sure right like wherever it's absolutely um I just really, I don't know, I, I really enjoy that movie, and I think it, it handles a lot of issues that come from hiding your sexuality in a kind of a real way, but still with a little bit of comedy in it. Well, you yeah. Know? Um, but it doesn't seem disrespect. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They Like, there's some serious moments, and then they're kind of um, tempered by the comedy. I just really, I like the way it handles things, Yeah, personally. Yeah, I mean it is pretty stereotypical and all that stuff, but I I love it. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to judge. I'm obviously not going to judge you for it because mm-hmm. I would put it on right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the other movies that um, that I think is really great. Um, actually, the the next two that are on this list are kind of like they're very similar in nature. Um, so Kinky Boots and Pride. Um, they're about these small towns in the I think in the UK um that uh are like you know shaken up by a Mm -hmm. queer person or by like queerness yeah um in kinky boots there's this factory that is basically like the the main artery for the that town Mm -hmm. and all these people work there and they're in danger of losing their jobs and then they're and then out comes this opportunity to make uh like boots for drag queens and it you know it changes you know it opens hearts it opens minds but it keeps Mm -hmm. everyone working exactly, and thriving yeah. also i mean lola just does such a the good job as a character of like in, again imparting all the like knowledge that you should be aware of yeah but also providing kind of a, a sense of levity because after all you're making shoes for drag queens right you know um but I, I again it's like a lot of serious things are touched upon and and handled in a way that i think um you could just learn a lesson from right you know in terms of accepting people and you know keeping your hang-ups kind of to yourself right and and so pride is very similar in that it's about a small town that wants to have a pride parade and they're met with a bunch of obstacles it's actually a really cute movie i don't think i've seen this movie you have we watched it together you don't remember it but we watched it together um Thanks. Thanks for showing up to work today. Thanks so much. I honestly didn't um, remember watching it. I'm like looking at we this. We like... definitely watched it. I, I will. I'll show you the trailer. And you'll be like, ah, oh. uh-huh. yeah. It's always. That's why I always ask you, what is the name of what we're watching? Because that's how I remember. Things. You knew the title. Did I know it? We, you shared about it on Facebook when we watched it. That's how long ago it was. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't remember anything like that. Yeah, you don't. I don't. You really don't. Um, also on this list is Priscilla. So, The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Obvious choice. <laughs> Great movie. 
so much fun mm-hmm. but also like this they they like sneak this little drama in here um with with both uh this trans woman having a love story but also experiencing um opposition on the road mm-hmm. i mean it's really like a really fun movie um and the documentary which we talked about on the podcast uh previously about it is also fascinating oh i forgot that we watched that was a while ago yeah that was very interesting yeah that was a good time absolutely fascinating yeah um i mean then who's right behind her what's too wong fu (laughs) um which i i mean and we've we've actually talked about too wong fu several times we did an episode um actually comparing too wong fu and priscilla queen of the desert with tina burner that's right my god many many moons ago yes um but too wong fu has a very special place in my heart for many reasons because my mom shared it with me and we would like sit down and watch it quite often Mm -hmm. um with her of course explaining what a drag queen was, what a trans, you know, what a, what a what a trans person was, what a transvestite was, you know, that whole speech that uh, Noxima Jackson gives to Chichi about what the different types of people are. Uh, my mother would elaborate on um, every time we watched it to make mm-hmm. sure that I got the right definitions of them, so I could be aware. Um, that movie is just iconic. It's just it's. It's amazing, and I I like you know again this in 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 much the same way you know that that you've seen Kinky Boots and Priscilla is that you have these queens descending on this town and nobody knows what to do what to make of them right instead of just accepting them everybody's like either you know hating on them or completely fascinated but but you get to see that it's it's like acceptance. You know, I mean, the movie's like, what, an hour and a half long? So acceptance comes by, you know, an hour and 29 minutes. But I think that it does take a lot longer than that. And Well, yeah. You know, I'm just saying that the the movie kind of microwaves it a little bit, you know? And it's like people's minds aren't changed that easily. But it is a... a You don't think that a big part of what wins, like, what helps the people like fall in love with the drag queens in Tuang Fu is the fact that they're, they're a small town and this is like the closest thing to elegance and celebrity that they're ever going to experience. Mm-hmm. And they just like get like, they get wrapped up in that. Yeah, They're dazzled by it. Yeah. Yeah. It's intoxicating. Right. And it's part of, I, th- I feel like a big part of embracing people that are different is like celebrating the thing that you mm-hmm. love about them. And that's what I see when I watch Tu Wong Fu. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, so. and it also shows the power of drag queens. Well, yeah. You know, which I think is very important. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have any others? Behind that um, is a movie that I kind of struggled with putting on this list. I'm not going to lie because it's not, not my favorite. Won't be watching it this year. Um, but it did sort of open a door slash window slash you know vent um for me when i saw it and that is bear city because i so rarely saw men of size who look like me being sexualized in a movie and so it just it meant it meant a lot to me when i first saw it but it's not my favorite but i did want to include it because i don't know i i feel like we should you know, when when I was putting together this list, I was like, we should have a movie for everybody. You know, like a little something for everybody. Do you have anything to include? No. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks so much. I got my movies in. Oh. Oh, yeah. you're done. Great. Um. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that. Um. Also on this list uh, is Pariah, which is about a um like a young girl who is dealing with um coming out to her mother who is very very homophobic mm-hmm. and it takes place in the bronx doesn't it no you're thinking of gun hill road oh damn yeah that is also that actually was a really good see i'm not done because i hadn't thought about all of them that was an amazing movie but it was a great movie yeah um gun hill road is about uh, a father who's struggling with uh with the notion that he who he sees as his son is actually his daughter his, exactly you know his trans daughter yeah um so um also good movie i just i feel like with pride i try not to head in the direction of like serious movies Hmm. and so i think that's why i overlooked a lot of the dramas because i feel like you know i feel like life is serious enough right now Mm -hmm. 
So I want to like have fun at Pride, but we also need a reminder that um, that there is um, that there is this history. There mm-hmm. is this history of like a resistance. Yeah, um, and that's that's actually something that that a lot of people are pointing out leading up to World Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me that uh, the film Happy Birthday, Marsha. Um, is actually now streaming on Amazon. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a short film about Marsha P. Johnson, who was at Stonewall. Um, so that is a great way to celebrate Pride, is to watch that movie. Um, and we will definitely be watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also reminds me that uh, Marsha and... Um, and Sylvia Rivera are both getting statues in New York City. Yep, in the West Village. It's it's. I mean, they're they're in the planning stages, but it was announced, um, I believe, by the First Lady of New York last week, um, which I thought was really impactful because um, in in the speech that she gave, she mentioned how you know the only the only kind of monument that's down there is the. Um, the four statues that are there. I did like the, that, uh, I forget what's called the, the square right outside of Christopher street station between Stonewall and, um, and the monster. Yeah. Um, and she said there are four statues and they're all white mm-hmm. and she goes, so there is no, and they're all men. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty I've, sure they're all men. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what she said was that it's, it's about time that we put actual names to a monument because that doesn't have names you know so um it's in the planning stages the 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 article i read didn't really say how long it was going to take but Mm -hmm. it's definitely um going to happen and it's dedicated specifically to sylvia rivera and marcia p johnson because they were the most pivotal figures in the very beginning of of all of this in in 1969 um so i think that that's going to be really important something to keep our eye out for in the coming year so yeah. Yeah. Um, the last two movies on the list here are Tangerine and Moonlight. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I remember we watched Tangerine and I don't remember it being a comedy, but it is listed as a comedy I everywhere think I find I, it. Yeah. I didn't think it was a comedy at all. Maybe we need to rewatch it. It was amazing. It was really, really good and, and beautifully done and really um, emotional, mm-hmm. I guess, but I would say it's a comedy i mean but then again i feel like people they don't want to call tangerine a drama the same way they didn't want to call get out a drama like it was nominated as a comedy but it wasn't a drama it was a horror movie well i mean for awards there is no horror category so you put it in the drama or whatever you know but anyway i feel like they don't know what the issue was that they wanted to put it with the dramas but everyone was like no it's a comedy yeah because it's a satire but yeah. but it's still but no yeah anyway my my point with comparing that to tangerine is that tangerine is definitely not a comedy okay um but you know. i just maybe i think we do need to rewatch it but i remember watching the movie and thinking like this is very very serious mm-hmm. and i don't remember laughing and then doing research for this everyone was like oh it's so funny it's hysterical and it's like i don't remember that at all maybe the comedy went over my head i mean if there there, there are head. some moments that are I, I don't even i don't have the like the right word for it or mm-hmm. i don't know it but it not necessarily funny but you could see how with these two women living in the, the situation that they lived in how for mm-hmm. them this could be one of those moments that they're like hm, remember that happened and have like half a laugh but well, I remember when the movie was announced that it was definitely framed as like a buddy comedy. So yeah, maybe I missed something. I don't know. I did too, obviously, because I didn't think it was I think funny like that. Tangerine is on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. So you can also watch that if you have a Prime account. Yeah. Um, and then uh, last on our list is Moonlight, um, which is an amazing movie. Very sad, but mm-hmm. an amazing film and um, a great moment for representation you check it out um but again very sad film so prepare yourself for that yeah um and then there are a couple of movies where if you felt like leaving the house you could go actually see a movie in theaters Mm -hmm. um i actually don't know because i looked up rafiki so rafiki is a kenyan film i believe can we get a can we get a ruling on that we're looking (laughs) i'm pretty sure uh, that they are 
that this movie is... It is Kenyan. It is Kenyan. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, It is a Kenyan film uh, about two queer girls and their, like, their love story. And Mm -hmm. it looks very... Well, Rafiki means friend. Oh. So... Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for adding that. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Um, I just know that there was a lot of controversy around this movie because it was banned and then the, um, and then Kenya lifted the ban so that it could be nominated for an award because I think, you know, because if they lifted the band, it would be eligible for an Oscar. Right. That's what it was. It was a bit self-serving. Right. So, so they lifted the ban for a week. And in that week, the, um, I believe the lead actress was, uh, she was not only nominated, but she won. Mm-hmm. the award so yeah. um that's amazing and i can't wait to see this movie because i've heard nothing but amazing things about it again don't know what it's about but um pretty much everybody that i trust who's seen it has raved about it so i'm really excited mm-hmm. and and then the second movie that is being re-released for the first time since 1968 is the queen um, which is a documentary that follows um, a ballroom competitions in in the in the late 1960s. Um, it's the movie where we famously meet Crystal LaBeija, um, yes, and that epic speech that she gives. Um, and so the movie, which has been remastered in 4K, um, will be re-released on june 28th and it's actually being released on the the exact day that marks the 50th anniversary of the riots so it's you know very important for that reason as well so check out your movie listings um for that as well yes and and the other movie do you want to Yes. So the other movie that's being re-released is Paris is Burning. Um, This one is being re-released for a two-week run in New York starting on June um, 14th. Um, It's also been... <clears throat> it's also been remastered under the supervision of the original director Jenny Livingston and then after the two week run um, at the film forum here in New York the restored version of the movie is going to be uh, go out on rolling release around the country Oh, so that's particularly important because imagine all the people who have not seen this movie or who watch Drag Race and are finally going to understand what's being co-opted. Mm, so interesting. Nationwide, I mean, you again, it's it's like how many how many people is this going to touch who it probably hasn't reached before? I also I would love to know um where the profits from this limited release are going because you know, very well documented that the um, the people that were documented in this movie mm-hmm. were exploited. Yeah. Uh, with, all, I mean, all of them have passed, but obviously mm-hmm. there, I'm sure that there's some some organization that could use the money that mm-hmm. is coming from yeah. this release. So. I'm sure Jenny Livingston is doing very well off of it again, but yeah, well, who knows? Right. Well, uh, that sums up our homebody pride. Um, well, stay tuned. Maybe we'll, we'll give you some more, some more pride uh, yeah. stuff. Um, well, we're going to take a break. So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. And they're revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper gives you an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Latex and memory foam come together for a life well slept. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free shipping and painless returns. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting caspertrial.com slash kiki and using promo code 50sleep. That's promo code 50sleep. Terms and conditions apply. We're back and it's time for our one minute drag race review. Do you have that timer ready? I do. All right, get it started. And go. So this week, the, uh, sorry. Speed up. This week, America's Next Drag Superstar was crowned and it is Evie Oddly. I mean, honestly, who else could it have been? Um, The performances during the finale were a bit odd, I think. (laughs) Um, I think 
Silky totally missed up a chance to go up against her arch nemesis. She didn't miss a chance. She's a coward. Well, I Next. know she's okay. I didn't want to call her that, but anyway, I did. At she's the end of a the day, fucking coward. Um, I can't believe that Brooke beat Akira. I don't know what like what happened. Um, because Akira should have mopped beat Akira. The- Evie beat Akira. Sorry, by doing a very regular performance, which I thought was great. Um, Brooke beat silky but that's no surprise and then during the final lip sync to edge of glory evie again won like with no no need for tricks or anything Mm -hmm. so i'm very happy about that yeah um and if that wasn't enough we are actually going to be on the tony soto show this week uh so you can tune in to that episode and hear us talk about the entire finale yeah tomorrow actually well no the same day that this comes out oh you're right yeah yeah thanks I forget when we release now. Ah, I'm so excited. Let's let's cue that music. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Me siento muy excited. <laughs> <laughs> so this week on I'm so excited, we've got two recommendations again. Yes. So our first, our first one, one is the Netflix movie Always Be My Maybe, um, which came out this past Friday. Um, it stars Ali Wong, Ali Wong and Randall Park, um, who you may know from um, Fresh Off the Boat. Um, and it's just this like really traditional rom-com, but kind of through this Asian-American lens. And I thought it was so it was so sweet. And again, more importantly than that, more, you know, Asian-American representation in film, in roles that I think typically or that we know typically would have been occupied by white actors. Yes. You know, and essentially kind of continuing to break down that wall of of like whiteness, I think, Mm -hmm. that pervades media in general. Yeah. But. No, I I totally agree with you. I love the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that I came away with is whenever they have... And I don't, I, I mean, in in this movie, it sort of made sense because Ali Wong's parents were like, were absent for mm-hmm. a lot of her childhood. Um, but they clearly had accents. Mm-hmm. And my experience as the child of immigrants is that when my parents are speaking to me, they're speaking to me in Spanish and then I respond to them in English. So I just assume that most immigrant families have a similar relationship mm-hmm. where they'll, you know... I mean, it also depends on how much you want to assimilate or, you know, also, I mean, a a lot of people, you know, when they go through all the trouble of learning another language, they're going to try and use that to communicate as much as possible. So that's kind of how I saw it. That was Um, was just, that was the one thing that stuck out for me. Although, mm -hmm. like I said, it made sense in the case of this movie. Um, But other than that, I agree with you that, you know, more... More Asian representation. This is just mm-hmm. like a regular ass movie, but yeah. they, you know, it had like Asian stuff mm-hmm. in it, and we need more stuff like that. I also so the, like let everybody fucking be have their romantic comedy. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was great, and also again in in roles that like there was no kung fu, there was no y- y- you know like all these stereotypes that they normally you know will 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 put Asian actors in. You know, but Ali Wong is a chef, and Randall Park is a an HVAC technician. I mean, you know, again, who has a band who has a band so it's a very um like 90s rom-com yeah which is even better (laughs) but the part that i like and i i guess not really a spoiler but when 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 randall park tells ali wong like why does it have to be elevated asian cuisine like why are why like yeah that to me was was really hit home personally not with asian food obviously but like I don't know. Once we we went to this like Puerto Rican restaurant for one of your friend's birthdays and I'm like sitting there looking at the menu and then the food comes and I'm like, this is not like why like why are you 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 trying to, you know, gourmetify food that is cooked in home kitchens and, you know, has the the, like just loaded with history. uh, And and it's not this, you know, it's not using it's not sterile. You know, terms like elevated, because yeah. then that means that it was like garbage before. That when you tell me elevated, that means it wasn't good enough mm. before. Yeah. And I, I love that they had that conversation in the movie because, yeah. you know, she grew up uh, spending time with his family and learning to cook from his mom who was cooking in her kitchen. Right. So it, it's, you know, 
like your your own ethnic food should not be elevated it should just be what it is mm. i think and i like that was one of the biggest takeaways for me from it was, that movie it was also interesting because ali wong's character if i remember correctly is actually vietnamese in the movie and she's learning korea how to make korean food yeah. from randall park's mom mm-hmm. so um i thought that was no i think she was chinese in the movie okay i believe well maybe we should uh maybe we should get a ruling on that yeah I'm pretty sure that they mention her being Vietnamese at one point. Um, I will move on to my I'm so excited. Um, and um, this week it is Miss Vixen, the podcast, which is hosted by Queen of Tea with Queen and Jay. And um, she actually uh, she talked about it a little bit on our last episode when we talked about Game of Thrones. Um, and um, it is all about centering black femmes and it's amazing the first episode is out right now with diamond styles from marsh's plate podcast and it's it's a great discussion about how she is an accidental activist because uh she she was so she was going to not to give too much of the story away but she was going or not the story but like the conversation that they have on the podcast um she was out and living her life as a woman uh, as a trans woman in high school from the age of 14 and then the school decided to keep her from wearing the dress that she had made for prom like at the last second and um and she ended up suing the school board and she won so a, a huge like like such a huge moment for a child to experience but mm-hmm. also like i i don't know i was i was sort of thinking about it like you now understand that anything really is possible because you were able to overcome this like this like grown up trying to you know step on you as like a child it, you know what i mean like yeah. It just yeah i just thought it was a fascinating conversation um and um so check out miss fix in the podcast um it is everywhere that podcasts are found um did you find anything no i couldn't find it i mean it's funny because they make it very clear that randall park's character is korean korean yeah but i don't know i know i know that she makes that uh, ellie wong sasha tran is her character yeah um makes kind of an offhand remark about chinese people but i think tran is a vietnamese last name so hmm. maybe i don't know it what you know wasn't very clear i think what what her background was but you know well well we'll find out yeah um so oh and we already yeah. talked about being on the tony soto show look, look at us, us. I'm a bit um, scattered, but we're on track. Yes. <laughs> I apologize. Um, was there anything else you wanted to mention before we close it out? No, I I can't really think of any. I'm sure there are other things that I'm excited about, but I haven't formulated my complete list yet. So I'll share some more next week. Okay. All right. Um, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, yeah. So um, you should follow us on all the socials. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are Grizzly Kiki everywhere. That's super simple. So like follow us. <laughs> and you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read yours on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. So until next time. Bye. bye.